Welcome to Nerdables. This week we are doing our Spider-Man Homecoming review show. And they might as well have called this Spectacular Spider-Man. Because Homecoming will end this Sunday as, sec as Sony's second highest opening weekend of all time. Right around 200 or $120 million. Thanks, Marvel. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, which makes Homecoming the second highest opening for a Spider-Man movie. Falling just short of Spider-Man's 3, $151 million. Which debuted back in 2007. Ten years ago, that was when... Yep. Every single one of those movies, they said, was ten years from that previous incarnation. Yeah. It also should be noted that Homecoming is only the fourth movie to have an opening weekend this year over $100 million, Domestically, that is. Uh, it's followed by Beauty and the Beast, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and Wonder Woman. <laughs> which is strange, because I thought Logan had a... Hundred million dollar weekend opening. No, that Logan Logan dragged because Beauty and the Beast came out the next week, and it also dragged because it was rated R. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. So here, here, how could you? They they made it very clear from the start. I, guys, guys, let's use the f bomb a lot. And you know, I took my daughter to see that. Yeah, yeah. But here's what's really cool about that. Now she has violent tendencies. She might like it now. Now it started before. Listen, you're getting the worst of it. She beats the living hell out of you over and over again. This just enhanced it. Um, no, but it was really weird. Is Spider-Man: Homecoming in its first day, which was Thursday, did 13 million. At the end of Friday, it had done 50 million domestically. Mm -hmm. So in the next two days, it did another almost 50. Because I think I think they said it's going to end up around 117. We'll have to do more than 50. Right. So, but worldwide, it's done 250 million. So I think there's a lot of places that still hasn't opened yet. Yeah. I don't think well, anything's really coming up either. So, do you well, think this is gonna run into a, like a, a billion dollar box office by the time it's done? Yes. Do you think so? Oh yeah. Because you so many people that you have. It doesn't matter what's next week. It doesn't matter what's the week after. It doesn't matter. What matters is it's a really good Spider-Man film yes. that every Spider-Man fan has been waiting for for ten years. Because the last good Spider-Man film we had was even longer than ten years ago. Right. Because somehow Spider-Man Three, which is a complete steaming pile of trash, which has dancing Spider-Man, terrible villain. 18 different villains in it, Sandman, Venom, and Green Goblin for a while, and Cries, and then some other stuff that's there. It's a completely terrible film. It's made more money than any of the other ones. So if the worst one can make more money than the first two, and make more money than the next two, one of them which is pretty bad, and one of them which is also a gigantic piece of trash, right. this movie's going to be amazing. Well, people also forget Gwen Stacy was in Spider-Man 3. She, no, I don't forget that. She was the only part of that film I enjoyed. <laughs> the rest of that movie is junk. <laughs> I mean, even Mary Jane kind of took a backseat in that, that role. Mm -hmm. that film. Um, Everything took a backseat in that film. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes has given it a 93%. Metacritic has it at 73%. And the Google user rating is 94 point, or 94%. Mm -hmm. That'll all go down when the backlash hits. I'm sure next week, as everyone has, when you have that first weekend of, oh my god, this is amazing, Yeah. post after post on my Facebook feed best Marvel movie I've ever seen, but you know, this was Guardians, where everyone was right, right. best Marvel movie I've ever seen, best Marvel movie I've ever seen, nothing wrong with it, a perfect, perfect film, perfect for kids, perfect, yada yada, and over and over and over again. Within a week, there's going to be guys like, well, there's a huge problem with it, because in Washington, D.C., like, the Washington <laughs> Monument is not that tall. Well, Backlash so has already started on comments of saying, oh, Tobey Maguire is still the best 
Spider-Man, so. I see, especially because we just we just sat down and watched two again. Uh, I don't think so. I'm watching Tobey Maguire in two. I just he isn't. He's not. I mean, even as Peter Parker, which everybody thought, you know, as Peter Parker, he did such a wonderful job, amazing job. Watching Tom Holland do it is just it, again, it's a better. It's, actor but it's role. it's two different. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's he was good at two the different time. pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire is also paying him, especially in number two. He's in college. Right. The first one, he's the only one he's in high school. Well, right? yeah. He, they he graduate. graduate yeah. But in the in the middle, one. in the beginning of it. Yeah. So he's playing a different type of character. I thought Tobey Maguire was fine. I thought he fit that mold better than Andrew Garfield did. They did the right thing with Andrew Garfield in which. His ostracism isn't necessarily based on him being this weird-looking loser. Right. He removes himself from the situation. Because, again, it's hard for me to believe. Orange Garfield in high school, all the girls aren't going, um, yes, right. I'm perfectly fine with this. Tobey Maguire, you kind of get it. And, like, the whole point of it Tom is he's Holland really doing... Tom Holland fits right in with it. Tom yeah. Holland fits okay, but, I mean, your daughter's in love with him. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously anyone is going to be on it. They can't go to the point where... He's just this really weird-looking dude. Right. Peter Parker's never been that, though. I yeah, know, I mean, so. even on the on the page, because but even, they didn't write him as a weird dude. He was just he was wearing glasses. He yeah. Was just but even in this yeah. one, Liz, the the character of Liz secretly has a crush on him. What I liked about this was they made it less of a normal high school and more, even though it it the scenes felt like a normal high school, it was less of being a normal high school. He's in a magnet school. Right. Yeah. He's in either like a, a magnet gifted, or a, yeah, yeah, like a STEM a school. school yeah. And that was school. that was the change they did with Flash. It was a, it was a nice change with Flash. You can't make him a dumb jock in this. Well, you you can, but you just don't. Right. Those I mean, it, it doesn't work, work as well. well yeah. No, they they took they teared away from. He was the most rich, of the rich boy, like the guy that ostracized everybody else because he was richer than everybody else. That's what but I he, felt. But like. see, I, I still felt he was he wasn't as smart as Peter. That's why he picked on Peter, because Peter was able to make the first round of the debate team, and he wasn't. You know, Peter was, even though Peter was awkward and stuff, he was easy, he was an easy target for him. Yeah. Again, he's, he's a privileged, yeah. got a kid. Well, yeah, look at, he had, his dad had the big Audi and everything. So go around the table real quick. Just tell me what you guys thought of it. Chris, go ahead and start if you want. Where do you, where does this rank within your uh, (coughs) Spider-Man six films? Uh, considering that I loathe three of them. Or seven means No, six. So because there's only, only two, two amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Dump that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we spent all this money. We've got you know, an Academy Award winner playing Electro, and he's really creepy. And then we have another Academy Award winner playing the Rhino, and he's really creepy. You realize how many people in Amazing Spider-Man either have won or been nominated for an Academy Award? Yeah. Didn't Andrew Garfield get nominated for the ne- uh, the Social Network? No. He got nominated for the uh, War Movie that was just yes. out last Axel year. Ridge. Axel Ridge. I know he had that, but I thought he I thought he was Best Supporting Actor for Social Network, too. Um, Sally Field won an Oscar, I think. Yep, she? She's yeah, she's won an Oscar. Um, who played Uncle Ben? That was... Uh, Martin Sheen. No, it was, it was... It was Martin Sheen, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it Martin yeah. Sheen? Martin Sheen yeah. in the new one. That's another guy. In, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, yeah. Pretty sure he has at least a, a nomination for something. I can't think of Costner. Is that Emmy? Costner was Emmy in... No, Costner was in, Superman. Superman. Yeah. Super Jesus. No, Super Jesus was the other one. I don't know if he got nominated for, what, Deer Hunter? Yeah, I mean, something I older. think so. Yeah, something like that, yeah. We'll have to look it up as soon as we're done. Um, it's... To me, it's almost a different entity because it's such a... 
it's in a different um, universe. Well, yeah. I mean, it's set in a different way. It doesn't try to attempt to tell the same story because it's not the origin. Obviously, that was the best part about that. Too. Yeah. I mean, we don't we don't go through the origin again. You caught the little thing. I was asking Mikey and Ethan, like, where there's a real quick comment of, I don't want to put Aunt, uh, you know, May through that. Yeah, no, he's been through all a stuff lot. To do, through a lot. They don't use the great power, great responsibility line. Aunt May is very different because she's so hot. And then they make <laughs> reference to it over and over again. I think um, it's because he larps you. <laughs> I thought that was great. No, it was the humor was well done. It wasn't through. It has one of the better villains in the MCU total. Yes. Um, simply because that's their weakest point. Well, so it's it's a really well done movie. It's got its nice little pieces. He's the really quips good. that he does are so much better than they did in the other two. Andrew Garfield had better quips than Tommy Tommy McGuire did. Oh no, he did not. You don't think so? Oh god, he is terrible as Spider Man. I've always the amazing the first Amazing Spider Man. The Peter Parker stuff is very interesting. Yeah. The Spider Man stuff is. Terrible. I know you hated yeah, that no. car scene. The car scene is worthless. The yeah. end scene is worthless for Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. He's terrible in the Peter parts. And not that Garfield himself is terrible. It's just there's nothing there. The writing is terrible. The action sequences are terrible. It's because Mark Webb does not write. Yeah. He doesn't direct uh, the uh, action. (laughs) The the, um, uh, uh, honest trailer for Amazing Spider-Man 2 that I post is amazing. It says, director whose only qualification is his last name uh, (laughs) to do a Spider-Man film is his last name. Um, no, I I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. Uh, Where is it ranked apart, uh, as far as Spider-Man films for you? It's it'd be probably at the top, but again, I think it's just you can do so much more now than what you could do then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so watch rich. I mean, it's just Marvel put better writers onto this film. It's better so writers. The, the dialogue action, is better. The well, dialogue is better. The action. The action for you because there's a lot of. There's a lot of harkening back to things that had happened. Well, they all do that now. I but mean, I mean the, we haven't ever since Avengers. You haven't really had a film that doesn't touch on everything else. But this almost one specifically every, almost started there. Every film has a character from a different film in it. Yeah. Every there's no such thing as just a straight. If we're gonna do Thor, it's a Thor movie. Right. No, it isn't. Hulk's in it. If we're gonna do Cap, we're gonna do a Cap movie. No, we're not. Black Widow and Fury are gonna be in it, and then. We're using the Captain America as a pretense to do Avengers 2.5, right? And give you Civil War, but Ant Man has is the so that that's out. But this MCU, is the first on. one that actually took you back, and you actually see things from the Ch- really the Chachari invasion. It's half a second. The, the The Battle of New York has everything to do with every film after it. Yeah, well, Civil War Civil War doesn't have any. Civil War is Slakovia, and it's also New York. Daredevil season one is all based off the fact that it starts in New York with with Wilson with Fisk trying to re- yeah, redo everything. So, it's just like a lot of comic books. It takes place in this world, and there's pieces that are attached from one to the other. So that doesn't matter one way or the other. And again, it has an advantage that the first Spider-Man film doesn't, in that they didn't have a universe to play with. Right. X-Men was the same way. The first X-Men film, you had to build a world just at the X-Men. Mm-hmm. And then as you keep going and you get into something where you have Wolverine show up on an odd film here and there, or you have Weapon X show up in the last, what was it, Apocalypse? Apocalypse. Yeah, Apocalypse or whatever. So that's, I mean, comparing that doesn't do anything. I mean, it's all based off of Spider-Man and Spider-Man's villain. But does it fit within the class. MCU? Well, of course. Yeah. Did it feel like it was shoehorned in, or did it feel like it was an organic part of it? 
it felt better than Ant-Man. Yeah. I mean, it, it, with the way that they did Civil War, you can't help but have a shoehorn. I mean, his right. everything he has is based off you of Stark coming together. You had to have some kind of him. connection between... We'll put it this way. Spider-Man is shoehorned into Civil War a hell of a lot more than Iron Man is shoehorned into um, yes. Spider-Man. The, you know what's funny is, um, and we'll get into to the Easter eggs and things like that a little bit later, but they, somebody put it as one of the Easter eggs in the film was Tony Stark's uh, bruises from Civil War. And it's like... That's not really an Easter egg because this takes place immediately after that. Yeah, you know, Tony. Tony's just come back from fighting Cap. Well, at the beginning of it, it would yes, but obviously the middle of the film is a few months later. Right. So by the next time you see him, he'd be fine. Yeah, it's more interesting because again, you're you're also dealing with the first film that deals with the fallout from the Civil War. Yes, in terms of. The Avengers facility is going to be something completely different. He's leaving Stark Tower. He's moving all the stuff out of Stark Tower. He's got a new facility. He's taking over the Avengers. The right. way the Civil War presents it, he's not an active member of the Avengers. Right. And now he's obviously at the end of Civil War. You've seen it. And then now, well, he, would be, the he would be of, the head of, of, yeah, say the end of Civil War. At the end of Ultron, he, he kind of you know gives Cap over... Control of the Avengers yeah, at and that the facility, point, like we need the, yeah. and the new Avengers that are there. Um, but this, so, yeah, this is him, and because they even show the Avengers upstate property, and it's yeah. completely different now compared to Civil War, the end of Civil War. Compared to what it was at during Civil War and at the end of Ultron, you know they um, didn't have the they didn't have the um, end of Ultron is very quick. I mean, it's just a right, but they also in that is warm. Good lord, you open that up, and this whole room turns into a sauna. They didn't. They didn't That's have the uh, the Quinjet Still. landing pad. They didn't have the extra buildings. It was just that one facility. I don't like the new no. Quinjet. You don't like it? No. Really? No. Looks really? a lot like the animated series. Yeah, it does. It's too thin. I, li- I like the big bulky ones that Shield has, but yeah. I guess they weren't real true Quinjets. So this this is is it, l- it looks so much like Whatever. the animated series ones. Um, Mikey, what do you think? I liked it after watching rewatching two today. Yeah, yeah this this is my favorite. So it just fits. Too worked for the time and for the the odds that it was. Well, yes, before we had a Marvel universe like this. Now and the only thing we really had to compare it with at that time was the Batman movies and the X Men movies. And the X Men. Well, it's movies. not even yeah. really even Chris. Uh, it wasn't. Yeah, be, it was before the Nolan movies. It was. It was. I think the only thing we had before that was the last Batman X-Men movie was Batman vs. Robin or Batman yeah. and Robin. Yeah. Should have been Batman versus That's Robin. Next. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, uh, yeah, I mean, was there anything in this one that that really stood out for you? Um, I enjoyed the nod to Miles, even though I was hoping that Marvel would keep that and not necessarily Sony, even though it's the Spider-Man universe. Yeah. I still think they will. I hope so. It's sort of like how Quicksilver was allowed Both. to sort of be bold so it's, it'd be it's nice hard because Mar- then you have your Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe it's just not Peter yeah so you've introduced well, but him you, a but little you already, bit but, you, but it seems like the way that the deal is now is Peter Parker or at least Spider-Man will only be in MCU films and the other films will have everybody but Spider-Man 
I mean, they've, they've already said that Scorpion's going to show up in, but if you can get, in black and silver. But if you can get Miles... I can't figure that out. Because it's so obvious that the Scorpion is in... Sure. I mean, they're using Scorpion in this. And so it, which it looks Scorpion like he's is be it Scorpion. Be? It looks like he's going to be the lead or the main villain in the next one. Or he's part of it. Yeah. Which is fine. I, I'm, I'm happy for Michael Mando, too, for getting... Oh, like, yeah. Jesus... First time I ever saw him act was in Orphan Black, and then yep. you see him in uh, Better Call Saul, and now he's yeah. in a big ass. I, no, I, I love him. I thought he, and when he was in Orphan Black, I thought he was amazing. Yeah, it was funny, and now he's more serious. And, and in, I, in I his love role, his character so. in Saul. Yeah. So yeah, I'd lo- and I I enjoyed seeing him in this. I when I when they first showed it, and you see him real quickly on on the ferry, I thought that's it. That's all they gave yeah. him. No, I'm glad for the mid-credits scene. Yeah. Uh, Ethan, what'd you think? I mean, we know that you had trouble seeing it since you had a bunch of kids sitting next <laughs> to it. Every freaking time. This is why Ethan doesn't go to the movies, apparently. <laughs> Every freaking time. Is that why you only see one or two movies a year? Yeah. You have the time and they have to be rated R movies because I can't sit next to children <laughs> while I watch movies, apparently. Um, no, that sounds I, more like a restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> the judges said I can't sit next to kids while I'm... <laughs> No, I, I really enjoyed it. I think Tom Holland is a really good Peter Parker and a really good Spider-Man. I always said that uh, Andrew Garfield plays Peter Parker very well, but he didn't do a good job as Spider-Man. And then Tobey Maguire is the opposite. I think he did a really good Spider-Man, but Peter Parker lacked. And Tom Holland has both of them down, I think. They used him very well in this movie. The quips are really good. The Just the whole attitude that Spider-Man has is... Really good, so I really enjoyed the movie. Um, now, Chris, you were really worried that this was going to be Iron Man four more so than a Spider Man movie. I wasn't really worried. I was having more fun with Civil War. Was really an Iron Man movie. Come on, yeah, yeah, it's, more it's, it's more of an Avengers what? film. Yeah, it's more of an Avengers. Three point five. Yeah, I was. I mean, really, a lot of that was kind of me just quipping about it. It's kind of a funny thing. Well, because um, the, the trailer appeared to be a lot of yeah, Iron Man. He was not in it as much as I thought he would be in it. We'll put it that way. I wasn't afraid he was going to be too much, you know, too much in it. It'd but be I kind of interesting if they, you know, I was kind of afraid maybe they would make it more of an Iron Man film or what have you. But I thought he was used just enough where it, it made sense. Um, obviously, he's got to have a big part of Peter's life because of the way that he... Um, introduces him in Civil War. That's part of his lie anyway, so he sort of has to... Yeah, stick with I think they used Happy a lot more than they did Yeah, they Tony definitely Stark. used Happy, and Happy's an odd cat, because probably the only thing in the film that kind of drives you crazy is you're going, you've, you've asked this kid to be a part of you. You put his life in danger right. in Civil War. I mean, you never know. I'm sure Cap was like, well, they're probably not going to kill well, you. Like he said, and then Cap yeah, took you, it easy on him. Yeah, you can never, but you never know. I mean, yeah. anything could have happened. Ant Man throws that the the car and it, it and it goes and it's a fuel truck. You thought it was a water truck, right? You know, someone makes a mistake and he's dead. Um, I think uh, he was used enough in the right the right sections or whatever or the, or the right amount. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Happy or no? Uh, Tony, Tony. And, and having Happy do more than Tony made a lot of sense as you go through the film. Like, well, Happy okay, was actually sense. in it more than he was in Iron Man 3. Happy was in it more than he was in any of the films. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's in it Combined. way more than he's in any of the films. 
Uh, Rose a good comedic actor though. So. Yeah. yeah. No, he, and it was played well. I I don't. I mean, it sort of fits with the rest of it, I guess. But he seemed a little out of character. But that just might be. Is there anything you didn't like in the film? I I didn't like MJ. I didn't like that. The reveal for yeah. By the I way, mean, there's spoilers. In <laughs> I don't think anybody wa- listens to review shows without knowing that there's spoilers. Without, without watching, there's so many. We've been doing good not to have spoilers, well, but I mean, there is. Yes, there's so many channels on YouTube that do a spoiler-free review and a spoiler review. It's sort of like. Yeah, but we, we look. We can we can barely do a show. I don't know if we can. We do don't it. have time to do both. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying. It's not <laughs> to both. I'm just saying it's sort of dumb now. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll put a spoiler tag in the. Uh, in the description, yeah. Uh, well, people should the, know the about MJ that reveal. Well. The reveal, to me, and I, I had this conversation with Chris when uh, I knew that he had seen the film. Is I actually wonder if it was just thrown in there because of everybody immediately as soon as the internet found out that Zendaya, Zendaya was playing a character and named no, Michelle. Zendaya. That oh, it's got to be MJ. Well, remember it was. She's got to be very known, wasn't it? No, for for a while it was unknown, and then IMDb had it listed as MJ for like a two. They had it listed as Mary Jane, whatever it was. Yeah. Mm. The thing with her, I they they didn't change that. The way that Kevin Feige has talked about the fact that she will be the love interest as you keep going, that's one of the other things. I mean, love the love story here was so kind of odd because it isn't Peter's being the oh I'm a big loser and nobody likes me. I mean, everybody seems to like him, so except for Flash, that's a basic Um, teenage. Well, no, they kind of yeah, but but the thing is. Modern. From the start, she was always supposed to be a character that will remind fans of his of that love story between him and MJ. Because as much as Gwen is, Gwen's not his love story, right? Because yeah. she dies a couple of issues in, right? And it's a terrible love story. Spoiler: um, yeah. We got to do this. Again. Shoot! Oh, well, I'm the one that to use the. I know we get to use the, the sound. So. Um, and you're the one who kept saying. I know I'm the one that does it, and then I lose it. Uh, when not not the, not the, <laughs> the same as last episode. Yeah, no, no, I know I'm the you one. You know what the funny thing is? It's about the exact same time period. <laughs> I guess there's only so much show I can do until I have to break it. You hit that 19, um, 20 minute mark. Boom! There's got to be Christmas. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be my my bad comment. Um, uh, when not the love interest. Yeah. So you know, because everybody, even the mainstream, knows Mary Jane more so than Gwen yeah. Stacy. Mm-hmm. And so I think... Well, that's his ultimate love. I mean, he's had other love interests. Well, yeah, there's Betty Brant, there's Black Cat, yeah. there's... Liz Allen. What? What's that? Liz, Liz Allen. Allen. Liz yeah. Allen, I think, is, is in it, too. And then now, the debate team captain, whose name, which is, whose name is Liz. Liz. Which I actually thought it was Liz Allen. Well, yeah, that, that, that was, well, that's that was weird. the, the to it. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. And think, who knows? She may go change her name in Oregon to be Liz Allen. Ugh. I think... I don't think we ever see her again. No, I don't think um, so. Well... We might if they use. I'm just saying that's that's my fan theory. Is she goes to she goes to Oregon and she changes her name. Her mom changes their names to Alan because they don't Whatever. want to. That's, that's associated. Fine. Yeah, I it, I, I, I don't think there theory, was anything right? of of stop with fan theories. Let's just go see. <laughs> We've done too many fan theories. Well, the fan service isn't good either. So. Yeah, and I, and that's the other thing. There wasn't a lot of fan service here. There's a lot of stuff that they didn't do. I mean, obviously, you didn't get. Uh, you didn't get Uncle Ben killed again, which they said from the start they weren't doing. Um, you don't get the with great power comes great responsibility. At you also didn't point. have him flying or uh, swinging around Manhattan. He stayed right to Queens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I mean you have him swinging around. They finally, <laughs> probably the best part when he gets in the suburbs, flip 
<laughs> well, this sucks. I gotta <laughs> run. And that was something where for as going. many people, and, and even in my head, it was almost a, uh, a, a, a jab. And it wasn't, but in my head, it was a jab at Amazing Spider-Man at the end. Where it's like, I can't get to the lizard in time. Don't worry, Spider-Man. We're going to move these cranes for you. Hey, guys, let's move the cranes. Thanks. I mean, it was like, yeah, it was, it was so dumb. Um, there was so and it was, just, I mean, that too. amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, everything in New York is in, was that movie made after Avengers? <laughs> and Yeah, that's right. That's, yeah, that was what I was thinking. That, well, that because, movie must have been made after Avengers because none of the buildings are up. It's and, like, and there's it's a train on every scene. Yeah, who's working that late? Think how much money we're making. We'll help <laughs> guys, get up in your cranes. We make three times, double time. Let's hey, go. yo, boss, I need some extra cash. We're helping out Spider Man. Spider Man's gonna go freak up the lizard later. Let's just go stand up and sitting in their cab waiting for Spidey to go. <laughs> so, those are great. And I think I'll be on probably the most surprising and my favorite part in terms of the whole thing was the vulture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well yeah. done as not only a villain, yeah. in terms of, I like his costume a lot and the way that they, you know, the changes that they made to it, uh, which how someone kind can of do uh, realistically can fly. Yeah, the way well, that everything moves and everything, and, it, it, and their their scheme, a... their scheme is so small. Yes, which is what fits in Spider Man. Basically, as Tony says, this is Shield will handle this. The Avengers aren't going to show up to knock this guy down. Right, we just blew up an alien invasion force. And a robot who wanted to destroy the entire planet. So <laughs> Launch the city yeah, into the now I'm not I'm not worried about a couple of bank robbers. Right. When you've An got Shield or whoever's left or whatever to to continue uh, fighting yeah. against. So you're just sort of like the bugs have entered the building. Um, <laughs> so there was a restraint in the way that what he was attempting to do and how he was attempting to do it. Michael Keaton, of course. Really good. I was talking about this. Uh, that scene in the car. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy has been playing like crazy on FX. So my mother was watching it. And she she's looking at Glenn Close going, who is that? And it's Glenn Close. And she said, there's an Oscar winner in Marvel. There's a lot of Oscar yeah, winners yeah. in Marvel. We started to go through it. And I was just like, there's a lot of people that are either Oscar winners or nominated. When you think about like Sir Anthony Hopkins is uh-huh. in it. Um, you know, Kenneth Branagh directed it. He has an Oscar. All of a sudden, I'm losing a lot of names that, that were Glenn in there. Close. Glenn Close. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton now. Uh, uh, I keep Ed saying Norton. Pedmo. Ed Norton. Ed Norton. He's won an Oscar. Yeah. He's won an Oscar in... Um, Natalie Portman. Thank yeah. you. I was yeah. like, I keep saying, I wanted to say Padme over and over again. <laughs> uh, American uh, History X. American History yeah. X. Is I think yeah. so. Yeah. He was at least nominated for it. Yeah. If you didn't win. I mean, there's a ton that are in there. Uh, yeah, I mean... Marissa Tomei is... Yeah. Yeah. Marissa That's Tomei. right. He's an Oscar winner. Fake Oscar winner, according to the internet. They just read the wrong name. No, we saw that. Tomei? Yeah. Yeah. Never heard of that. Oh, you never heard that one? The 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 Jack Palance said her name and it wasn't on the card, but rather than correct it, they just let her have it. Oh. Because they said it's the worst performance that's ever won an Oscar, and I'm like, eh. Might give you something. Yeah. It was was my cousin Vinny one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. She went for my cousin Vinny, which she was amazing in that film. Uh. I think so she yeah, was nominated for but the wrestler. She, she was nominated for the wrestler. Yeah. So you've got you've got a lot of talent in there. Mickey Rourke won an Oscar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot Mickey Rourke was in the wrestler. I was gonna say. I forgot Mickey um, Rourke was in Iron Man too. Mm-hmm. That's not an Oscar-worthy performance. <laughs> what is it, Bird? <laughs> I want Bird. 
but even you to, made him even, even Robert Downey Jr.'s been nominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then his career went into the toilet. <laughs> well, he did that, that to was after that. Was it? Uh, oh, that was the other one. Uh, Terrence Howard. Yeah, Terrence Howard was nominated for that rap movie or whatever. Oh, um, yeah. Hustle and Flow. Yeah. yeah. Um, T'Challa. Uh, T'Challa was nominated. He was. Yes. For um, Twelve Years a Slave. Twelve Years a Slave. Mm. Is that him? Yes. Chadwick Boseman was not. No, that's that's Is it? Is it for? There you go. Doctor Strange. Yes, he was. That's where he is. I knew there was one more. I was like, hey, there was got to be another one in there. Um, didn't Benedict Cumberbatch Gilles, get nominated I think for? Tilda Swinton's won. Yes, but Benedict have was nominated for. for that, um, that, yes, uh, code breaking. No, the the, the Con, Nazi, yes. the, the Nazi <laughs> code breaking thing where he was yeah, uh, yeah. played a homosexual. Um, so anyway, Enigma yes, there's a lot of code. Huh? Yeah, Enigma, Enigma. code. Was the Enigma, it yes, the Enigma code? Because yeah, it was the Enigma, Enigma was the name of the machine, so it was called the Enigma code. But anyway, Michael Keaton, yes. And Just someone you bought the whole time on screen. One of the strongest Marvel villains, villain. too. Yeah, he's he's really well, the only Marvel villain that had motivation to be a villain. Yeah. Well, Loki no, did Loki too. Does Loki, too. That's why. Loki, and the other thing is, Loki is Ultron. Ultron. Ultron's fine with me. A lot of people didn't like Ultron. I thought Ultron was fine because it's such a simplistic thing yes. that he wants to do. And it's also it's spelled out very well. Loki has the advantage of being a villain in two separate films. When you watch him in Thor and you watch him in Avengers, he it's the same motivation. Right. I should be the rightful king of Asgard. Well, I can't be the king of Asgard, so now I'm gonna be the king of Earth. Right. And so you, you bite, you know, all of his all of his pieces. Mm-hmm. All of uh, pieces all of his um Motivation. uh, motivations and, and the pieces of what he wants. And you get that with my watching Guardians. Ronan Ronan is very simple it just doesn't buy it to a certain degree. Right. Um well, that's was why, fine. he falls flat, and that's why even, Ant-Man, even Thanos Ant-Man's just falls like the flat. same thing. Well, Thanos, we no, I mean not we Thanos. Not only mean Thanos falls flat. I mean Thanos. Ronan falls flat to Thanos. In in it, he, well, he no, kind of get he kind of because that's why he says don't don't say you know don't don't talk basically don't talk to me that way, boy, or you know don't you know you don't yeah, but basically then, don't step but that's up the to point me. where he gets to where he does. He's yeah, like, oh, why don't he he makes one of the most logical decisions. And then the most illogical decision right. in all the Marvel universe, where he's got the the orb and he's got the cube or the the stone, he goes, "I'm not giving this to you. What are you out of your mind? Yeah, you're telling me I'm holding an ultimate power. I just watched this thing blow up the Beyonders' the house. No, right. I'm keeping this. And that's where like that to me ruins almost Thanos. It's like, what's the? Why is he having everybody else do this? this yeah. none of this makes any sense. Well, that's why he comes at the end of. Uh, yeah, but why does it take him that the, long? Of, why does the? Is wh- it Guardians that he says? Uh, I'll just do this myself. Yeah. Or is that it's Civil War? Which one was it? That's not Civil War. The, I think it's the end of Guardians. Didn't we have this? I <laughs> couldn't remember where the hell that happened. I think it's Guardians because I, I, I watched Guardians on FX and I yeah, think I'm I pretty sure it's Guardians. Where he says, yeah, yeah I'll just do this like, myself, and he puts yeah, the gauntlet he's on. Like, oh, I'll have all those other people. Uh, Malekith in Thor: The Dark World is not really a lot what, there, what, but what, I mean, it's just ego. it's such a ego. I thought ego was a lot better too. Yeah, um, that's one of the things I liked in GOTG two versus one is I thought ego was better developed. I yeah. liked Ronan's design, and I mean it's it's the same. It's very simplistic what Ronan wants to do. I want to blow up this planet because right. they don't like me. It's very simplistic but, what Ultron wants to do. I want to blow up the planet because it's just easier. Machine yes. to rule. The motivation for the vulture for tombs is just I want to take care of my family. Yeah. I'm a working man. I got a job. I spent a whole bunch of money. 
This is what I'm supposed to do. I and don't you want just to come try in do here, anything more. You just come in here and tell me I can't do my job. Well, guess and what? And you take you're my, my stuff. job away yeah. from me, basically. Right. <laughs> and so his motivation is, and when you see it through the film, where he doesn't want to do the big job, he doesn't want to put himself on any of the superheroes' radar. Mm-hmm. He's we're doing just enough to keep all of us in a really good spot, right? And, and I think that was one of the nice things about being in a shared universe like this is you have a character that could potentially get on the radar of the Avengers or Iron Man or somebody else. But is conscious enough not to, and then all of a sudden you hear that have this little upstart come in, and it's like, wait, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's why he killed the shot. Well, he didn't mean to kill the shot, but <laughs> that was the other thing is he's he, like, whoa, he, you're bringing too much attention to us, so right, stop. Well, he even said, he's like, oh, you're letting me go. I know a lot more about you. Yeah, I can just spill my guts to everybody. I tell you, that scene in the car where, where he, where he's taking. Um, Peter and Liz to the to the homecoming dance, homecoming dance. and he keeps Peter. That's in why car. it's called homecoming. That was a great scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was such a powerful scene, and even the way Peter just sits there and just takes it in. Well, that's the thing is, you, it's funny because you know Peter Parker knows who he is, but it, the the thought process that gets Tombs into, I know he's Spider Man. I know it's and then and it happens so organically. Yeah. Whereas you see a lot of films where it's so pushed, Mm -hmm. this happens very organically. The minute he shows up to the house, the door opens. He's like, ah, crap! Yeah, (laughs) you gotta be kidding me. Well, definitely one of the things. Uh, It's just so great how he acted Mm. the whole way through. The way that it's set up, in having Peter at that moment. Where he's already, I don't know if I'm I'm doing this anymore. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. And then to kind of sit there with For him saying, sake. "Look, if you don't want to be Spider-Man anymore, everything's fine. Yeah, we're just gonna go on and do our little sort of legal stuff. My daughter likes you. You saved her life. We're cool. We're good. Yeah. Just you never you never be Spider-Man anymore. Yeah. And it it's barely a second thought to him when he gets in. He's like, "Man, I gotta, I gotta." But I love it because he. <laughs> You, you see Tombs with the gun. You know, he picks up that gun and he's holding it where Peter doesn't necessarily see it, mm-hmm. but it adds so much tension, so much more. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if they did the stupid click, though, because that's the thing that always drives me. No, no, he no, didn't. He didn't. He didn't have his finger. And he puts it behind the headrest. He, he doesn't have his finger on the trigger and he doesn't click it. He well, doesn't matter. It, it, there's a, the, the click should never happen. Right. And every, every time someone in a movie grabs a gun, yeah. Like if it's not cocked, you can't do anything with. It. The thing I hate is when you're showing you the, the, they have the villain pointing the gun at the good guy, and then pulls it back and then pulls the slide back, yeah. <laughs> and nothing pops out of it. So it's like if you're the hero, as soon as he points the gun at you, rush him. Right. There's nothing in the chamber, you idiots. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, stupid. What's so funny is some people are asking me, well, what makes this movie different than the other Spider-Man movies? It's better. Tom Holland's in it. And I, well, no, it's like it's very easy. It's like, you know that moment when Spider-Man gets his powers? You see him struggling with it, and then they do a quick montage of him getting better to be the superhero. And all of a sudden, within that montage, he's now a great superhero. You know, for, you know going around, he, he's, you know, able to swing everywhere and, and shoot all, you know, do his everything with his web shooters. This movie is that, what takes place in that montage. Of him without learning the cliche music without the cliche the, music and the, and the everything else. Yeah, well, he's also Peter's 
Peter's kind of an idiot. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing with it is like the difference here is Peter's kind of dumb. Like he's a genius in some ways, but he's just kind of dumb. Well, it's like, well, well I'm like, why do I need to go to class? I, I don't need to. I'm yes. not going to be here. And that's and streets. Yeah, he's so. a kid. Yeah, so it, 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 the child quality of Peter Parker came out of that. Well, it's also it goes through my theory that the kid that's in Iron Man Two is an idiot. So here we go. You keep going. It's like, yeah, he is kind of dumb. Yeah, but no, they they were uh, in I, an endearing way. <laughs> but even you know, for Tony Stark to be the one that calls him out on it. Is I think it's really good. It shows the growth of Tony's character. Well, too. that's what they did in it's Civil the War. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. the Civil War one where he's. If you watch Avengers two and Civil War back to back, you're like this doesn't make any sense, right? Because the character that's in Avengers two in terms of Tony is not the same character that's in Civil War two. Where it's like, yeah, and he admits in Civil War, Civil War two, sorry, Civil War. You know, yeah, this I did most of this. Most right. of the stuff that General What's His Face is is yelling at us for. Uh, or Secretary of State Ross is yelling us for that's all on me yeah I did there's another actor John Hurt yeah John Hurt's an Academy Award uh, nominee at least if not a winner um, <laughs> isn't no no that's not John Hurt who's that's uh, not John Hurt who is it John Hurt's uh, yeah it's not John Hurt you're right um, gosh darn it but even Mikey's when you, looking it up so. even though as bad as Iron Man 3 was that's when you start to see Tony's real change oh, Iron Man 3 because Tony has, you know, the PTSD and everything of going through, which isn't really explained. He goes through the wormhole for half a second and almost dies. But how many times did he almost die before that? Mm-hmm. Well, the Iron Man 3 doesn't make sense with Avengers 2. Yeah. I mean, that, that character in Iron Man 3 that goes to Avengers 2, it's like he's been kicked in the balls and, and he's humbled and, and right. Avengers, and yet, and in Iron Man 3 to a certain degree, and then you get to Iron Avengers, and, and again, he's making all the same mistakes. <coughs> yes. You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Mark Ruffalo was nominated too. Oh, that is Don right. Cheadle. William Don Cheadle. William Hurt. I keep saying John. Yes, William Hurt's the one I'm thinking of. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle's a, he won for Hotel Rwanda, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, There's got to be a list somewhere. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know if he won, Who? but he's definitely he he's been nominated a couple of times. I thought he was. I know he's been nominated because he's nominated for Traffic too. There's got to um, be now, there's got to be a list. Of, like, look up. Put it Marvel, Google Marvel, Marvel, Marvel yeah, Films Oscar Academy winner. Award winners, Actors. nominees, or whatever. Marvel, yeah. Also, like um, the guy who plays yeah, the Shocker after the first, the Shocker. second Shocker, Bokeem Woodbine. Woodbine. He was great in Fargo season two. Well, he was in The Rock, yeah, years ago, and he was? yeah, he's the one that he's uh, when right. they go to arrest the general and and the other guy, and he's got he's the one with the gun to. Um, uh, his his second in command. I can't remember. Yeah, because he was like, like, are we guy. really doing this? And he pulls it out, and he's like, oh. And then he gets shot, and he's like falling backwards yeah. and everything. It's the ears. Every time I see him, it's like, oh yeah. Oh no, but he, it's he's the ears. I've seen him in other things too. He's amazing. Yeah, crisp. Yep. Um, he's really he's he is really good in that film. That was like if they use the shocker in the second film. I'd be super happy. But did you like out. how they did I the shocker? They, that yeah. you still use... see the little lines in his in his, his jacket. It, yeah. It's the jacket. It's the insulating. Yeah, jacket. the first jacket is the is the red and the the yellow. And again, blanket. as a part of the MCU, that's crossbones. Right. That's crossbones thing with with an extra piece to it. But that's that what it looks like from the start is it's based off of crossbones is gone. Which now you know War. where crossbones got it. Yeah, or somewhere wrong. Well, no, this would be this would be after. 
No, because they started making those things before. They started making them. It doesn't necessarily mean that's what went to the yeah, cross. He could have peddled a bunch of them out anyway yeah. to make that. Uh, yeah, it could have been pieces there. It doesn't matter anyway. where those pieces Speaking are. Of the but... tinker, so what did you guys think about the Easter eggs that were in this? The Tinkler? The, the Tinkler. tinkler. <laughs> there, there were, tinkler. And there were a lot of Easter eggs. Um... Just this is the, the fun part where we find I'm, Easter I'm eggs. Terrible are terrible at Easter eggs. Yeah, I'm terrible at catching some, Easter eggs. There are, there are some idea. really good Easter eggs in this. Um, Peter's classmates. Ned Leeds, who ends up being uh, who's his friend, his man in a chair, ends up becoming the Hobgoblin eventually. Ned Leeds is the Hobgoblin. Um, i never heard that name for the Hobgoblin. Really? No, he's, not, he's not the Hobgoblin. He's the other one. The Green Goblin? No, there's no. two different go- hobgoblins. There is, but that's... Leeds is one of them. Never been. It, I, they, he's he, got to get in serious shape to fit in <laughs> Right? Because he's, bas- he, he's Miles' best friend. Right. I mean, that's the, that, the, the basis it, for me. But that's, that's just it. it but yeah. it just, he, he starts out as Miles' best friend, but then becomes a hobgoblin. Um, that Leeds becomes the hobgoblin in the Ultimate Universe? Yeah. What about uh, I thought his friend oh, was maybe still here. Betty Brant? Ultimate. I have no clue about the Ultimate Universe. Betty Brant. Betty Brant's in it. Yeah. Oh, the, those news reports were hilarious. They were yeah. great. They, they were, were what so a typical terrible. high school news report would be. Flash Thompson, obviously, which I, I like. That's when they're like, "Oh, that's an Easter egg." It's not an Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're students. The Easter egg is something like Iron Man's armor is based off of the Ultimate. Well, it's just like they had on here. My friends call me MJ. Is a is a it's not Easter, an Easter egg. egg. I mean, it's, that's not. Yeah. Would you consider Hobgo or the uh, the Vulture's henchmen? So you have well, they're just characters. In my eyes, like the whole uh, them getting all those pieces, I was like looking at them as the Wrecking Crew, but not quite the Wrecking Crew. Right. So I mean, they're not, but definitely. Okay, so IMDb has a list, but it's not all just Oscar winners. It's just mm. winners because they have Charlie Cox listed on here, and he hasn't won an Oscar. Or nominated for one, but he's got like a Screen Actors Guild Award. Or oh, just award winners? Yeah. But I think I can kind of cipher through each one. Okay, hurry up, because then we got to get back to this. So we got is... Sir Anthony Hopkins, Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. Natalie Portman, right. Jennifer yeah. Lawrence. No. Nope. Well, she's not in just Marvel. Just MC here. Yeah, just MC okay. Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, when oh, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is in First Captain Avenger. America. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's the general. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Ben Kingsley. Shit, how did I forget Ben Kingsley? <laughs> uh, what's her face? Sally Field. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, William Hurt. Uh, Jennifer Conley. Yeah. Uh, Cliff Robertson, who's Uncle Ben in the first yeah. Spider-Man movie. Uh, Benicio Del Toro. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Robert, Robert Redford. Damn it, Benicio Del Toro won Robert for Redford, yeah. Soldier. And uh, Jamie Foxx. Well, that's not an MCU film. That's not an MCU. Oh, okay. Well, that's all that they have listed, but they don't have like. Yeah, it's got to be winners because. Yeah. I could have sworn that Don Cheadle gave an. an, an no, an he didn't win speech. anything. Speaking of Jennifer Connelly, did you? She is the voice of Karen, the yeah. AI, which is kind of ironic because she's actually married to Paul Bettany. I didn't know she was married to Paul Bettany. I didn't mm-hmm. either. I saw that. I was like, okay. Hopefully, that's they were cool. married to each other. That's kind. Of, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> um, well, Jennifer, wait. She's the no boy. Jennifer Connelly's in Hulk. Ang Lee's Hulk. Yes, it's Liv Tyler's in. Yes, yes, that's okay. Yes, 
Which isn't Liv Tyler nominated for something? Mm, I thought she got. I don't think so. No. Um, obviously, the Miles Morales um, Easter egg. Of I enjoyed that. Nephew. Aaron da- Aaron Davis. Aaron Davis. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Which is the Prowler? Here's the guy that made a list of all of them in 2016. Let's so. figure that. Let's let's do the the, yeah. the Easter egg thing first. So. Because we're interested if they put the Easter egg in there that Iron Man's armor is based off of the Ultimates design. Right. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 33 was paid homage to when the Vulture drops the uh, yeah, the, yeah. the building. Uh, obviously, the Iron Spider was paid paid homage to. In with what, though? That they're, last they're considering suit? that the last suit is the Iron Spider suit. It was not gold and red like that, though. I, and if I it was the Iron... That. If that's, I think it's... I saw some gold in it, though. No, that's it's not enough. It, it's, it's more of an armored suit than his yeah, normal. It's but it's not... That's not an Easter To me, that's not yeah. an Easter Unless he calls it the Iron Spider. Right. Yeah. Um, Assumptions. Let's see. The, the Obviously, the familiar tune of the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, somebody had damage control as an Easter egg. Well, an Easter egg. not, because it's blatantly. Right. Yeah. And then they had Tony Stark's wounds. Howard Stark's cameo. There was a picture of um, when... When Peter and and Ned are talking about building the, yeah, he's on the mural. He's in the mural. It shows Einstein on one side, and then egg, Howard Stark on the other, which makes sense yeah, if you're in a science. You, you know, and he strike to me is sort of like a wink to fans, right? In terms of like, hey, we recognize this being something from something else. Um, they also had um, Doctor uh, Abraham Eckstein, or uh, not Eckstein, uh, Erskine. Um, he was in the background of one of the pictures that they showed in the high school, which makes sense, you know. As again, as so everyone who's a scientist, scientist in the Marvel universe went to that high school. Well, no, not necessarily. Not, 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 not going, not they going to showing, Manhattan. But, they were just showing famous because they have Bruce Banner up there. too. I'm pretty sure Albert Einstein didn't go to Midway High School, right? So. But he didn't develop the serum, did he? <laughs> <laughs> um, All the important scientists in the Marvel U. Let's see. Let's see, there was one about Peter's locker. Hmm? When Peter arrives at the high school, his locker, or the, the high school locker, the fans are high alert for some numerical shout-outs. Unfortunately, the lock combination isn't shown in full, and any hopes of getting a Star Wars George Lucas oh, Easter egg. Jesus. Yeah, the locker... Now, it's just the, a lock, for God's sake. So I know, there's... Keep, just, Trying to dig for something that you want something to be there. Every little scene. Everything has, has to be connected. <laughs> yeah. All this has to connect into the Star Wars <laughs> it's universe. So stupid. Then Liz Allen, they're saying, you know, that's. Ned Leeds Liz. becomes Snoke. <laughs> In Amazing Spider Man 15, he does. Or Amazing, Amazing Fantasy 15, Spider Man does have a romantic um, liaison with Liz Allen. Okay. Um, Liz Allen doesn't exist in here. Cindy so. Moon. Is also yeah. dropped in here. She uh, is. I didn't feel that. Yeah, she is one of the debate team members. I didn't see that until I read the trivia on IMDb. Right, Midtown High was. They, see, they have. Well, they had the Easter year egg. of oh, 1962. Yeah, they established thing. 1962. Yeah. Um, that to me is an Easter egg, yeah. Yeah. where you just have a piece that has something that it doesn't matter, but if you're a fan of Marvel comics, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Then they were talking about how um, Sandeya reading. The book of um, human bondage, human bondage uh, was an Easter egg, but to me that's not really an Easter egg. What? 
It's just an autobi- semi autobiographical uh, uh, wow. tale written by Philip Carney. It's just an orphan who is sent to live with his uncle and aunt. Okay. So. Oh, uh, yeah, because it's. Because Peter, uh, Peter yeah. Why are you living with his uncle? We said the Bruce Banner, we said the Betty Brant. Um, uh, he went from computer nerd to teacher, the Friends and Geeks star that was um, in The Incredible Hulk. Oh, Freaks and Geeks. Or Freaks and Geeks, what did I say? Friends and Geeks. Friends, Friends and Geeks, Geeks. <laughs> or something. It was from Freaks and Geeks. He was in The Incredible, uh, Incredible Hulk, and now he's their teacher. It was um, actor Martin Starr. Their gym teacher was. And then they had Abraham Brown, who was in Beast of No Nation as an Easter egg, but he was the, he was um, the African American kid that was on the debate team oh. that had the strong accent. Yeah. I don't know why that's an Easter egg. Stan Lee's cameo. That's not an Easter egg. But here, this one I thought was cool. Will that be Stan Lee's last cameo? Yes. The well, Avengers holdup was straight out of Ultimate Spider-Man Forty Two. So that, I thought that that's that's, cool. that's a cool. Uh, mm-hmm. but to me, that's an Easter egg yeah. too. Yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't affect the story in any way. Right. Um, then Thor's belt. They mentioned that Thor's magic belt, mm. which now people are starting to wonder if. When I said that, I'm like, what the hell is a magic belt? I don't even. Oh, know he know uses it in Infinity Gauntlet. Oh. You know what that is. <laughs> but no, it, it was something a, has to hold up my massive Thor penis. It's a belt that was given to him by Odin that enhances his strength by twofold. So, it, but he uses it in Infinity Gauntlet. So everybody's now starting to wonder: Will the belt show up in Infinity Gauntlet? As because he, since it was such a prominent part of it, but now it's just sitting on the beach off of Coney Island, right? <laughs> um, the shockers they have on here. Maybe that's the only thing. that plane crashing into the thing, not blowing up into a billion pieces. Everything's open. Yeah, <laughs> they have the gauntlet connection that you mentioned for the, uh, from the shocker and from uh, yeah, from crossbones. Yes, it's the same idea. I mean, it could just be he's building stuff like it. This one just happens to see have a the thing. Tinker Prowler. Those aren't to me. Those aren't no. They're just Easter characters. Eggs. Yeah. yeah. The Miles Morales one, to me, is an Easter egg. It is and it isn't. But his, the funny thing is, his license plate also was U, UCSMO1, which is ultimate, uh, which is the ultimate, Spy- the ultimate Car- Spider-Man Car- issue. Car- 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 yeah, Car- that Miles Morales you showed up in. You need to slow down. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to hurry up to this. Um, the Howling Commandos made a uh, appearance. Yes, the... the um, Principal. Principal is the son of one of the guys. Grandson. This is the grandson. Which you also see the picture in the back. This is like it didn't, it didn't connect until that scene where I see him in the principal's office. I'm like, hey, that's. I see uh, when I first saw him, I was like, God, he looks familiar. Yeah. (laughs) And then when they showed it, and I was looking at the stuff up there, I was like, Yeah, it's the picture. Wait, how is he here? Because he was a Howling Commando. He should be like dead. Didn't that actor play Hogan, too, or no? No, no, Hogan was. Oh, oh, yes. You're no, it's not him. But I, I, was, I was thinking. Of no, I know it, it's not the character wise, but I thought that actor played Hogan also. There was another license plate that was SM two zero five six three, which was um, a Amazing Spider-Man number two, nineteen sixty three, which featured the Vulture and the Tinker. That's, that's, first was, appearance. that's where their first appearance. Yeah. 
Uh, they also have Bagley's graffiti on here. As oh well. yeah, Bagley was in this. Uh, strike fear into the hearts of the of the of the heroes. Who am I? I'm the vulture. Who are you? I'm the tinker, sir. <laughs> I tinker with stuff. Is your watch broken? I can fix it. The kiss from the first Spider-Man movie was made reference yeah, it was to. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna kiss here. I told I told Mikey, I was like, oh god, they're not gonna do it. They're gonna are they gonna? They're not gonna. They can't do it. And when, oh, you missed. Your I was kid. thinking the elevator scene that he kills her. I was like, no, don't do that in the first one. For God's sakes, please don't do that in the first one. I probably set that up just to make you think. Yeah, and that's where, like, because it was Liz and it wasn't MJ or Gwen or something, you look at it and go, I could see her dying halfway through the yeah. film. They made a reference to the Brazina wasn't fresh in uh, Amazing Spider-Man, the scene where he's sitting there with uh, the Stacy family. That's stupid. Yeah, the Spider-Man half-face. I thought that it was such... That was so well done. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was good. When he looks down and he sees yeah. the old costume one, when yeah, they lined it up really well. They li- that was perfect. I thought that was such an homage. To me, that's that's another Easter egg because you've seen it so many times in the comic books, where when he does like the spider sense and stuff sometimes. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Amazing Spider-Man thirty-three was represented. Um, well, that's the that's where he was you know, lifting up the building. Yes. Yeah. Pepper's, I knew that immediately. Pepper's t-shirt yeah. that she wore in Iron Man 3 is the same t-shirt he was wearing that said... That Tony uh, was wearing? No, that uh, oh, Parker the, was wearing. Yeah, that was that, good. I'm, are you a neutron or a... a what was it? Was, are you uh, I'm missing a, I'm missing a neutron. Are you positive? Yeah. Let's uh, start with the Pepper thing. I'm in, I'm in a, let's, I'm okay, a let's, let's start. Let's, let's start with the Pepper thing. Because you had mentioned... One of the things I said, one of the reasons I went to see it when I did instead of waiting was because... The MJ thing, like, ten people confirmed it. and like, yes. oh, whatever. And you asked me if the Pepper thing was... And I was surprised to see her walk out of that door. I was Because too. in Civil War, <laughs> they're not close to each other at all. And then right. she walks out, and they're kissing, and he's got a ring. And I'm like, wait, we're missing a whole film here. Like, where is it? Where did that come from? It's almost like, well, Gwyneth Paltrow's too good to be in, in Civil War. Yeah. But they're like, hey, you can spend ten minutes and do, you know, one day on set, and you can do Spider-Man. Oh, I'll be in Spider-Man. Sure. Or they just found that Sony's paying for this. How much does she want? Who cares? Yeah. You know, or whatever. And it was just like, it was very interesting that, that she comes out and, and immediately go, wait. In the last film, he's all sad because Pepper didn't show up. Yes. And they're not together. They mm-hmm. makes They make when him- Pepper when when uh, I'm sorry, when Tony and Steve are in the office after they capture the Winter Soldier, and he says something and you know, Tony, Steve says something, and Tony's like, well, we're taking a break, or whatever. Right. Well, but it's even before and that, it's because... Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the beginning, he's upset that she's not there at MIT. And of, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, and we didn't Yeah, know. we didn't know that Pepper wouldn't be here, or whatever. They're obviously in some sort of relationship hell in Civil War. Here, they're perfectly fine. And like, almost getting well, a yes. He's from? distanced himself because of her racist tweets, <laughs> and... Her lifestyle but, choices. But you know how Beth is. Is she mad at Goop? Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> does, you know, does Pepper Potts in the Marvel Universe control Goop? One of the stupidest websites in the world. You know how Beth always jokes about I, I squeal during, you know, like at Guardians when there's an Easter egg or something. You I squeal think. at Guardians. Uh, that's, that's the true. other thing we have to talk about at the end of this. Squealing? No, because <laughs> your, your reaction to Guardians 2 is so sublime. Next to you, basically walking through the house with your dick out for two weeks, going ah! <laughs> like all the way into December. Well, I've been waiting. Be- I, I, I honestly, I've been waiting well, to see anything. The honeymoon phase is worn off. No, no, no. So I, I, yeah, I like, is it all? Have you gone back to pirates? Is the- that it? No, no, no. no. I, I honestly, 
didn't want I didn't want to spoil it for you. I didn't want to say anything. No, but even after that, I'm talking like you could not shut up about Guardians for about six months. <laughs> Which one? Where it was first the first one. one. Just Guardians, 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 Guardians. We're going to turn our house into Guardians, and we're going to go see Guardians, and I can't wait till Guardians comes out on DVD. And I just saw it for the 80th time yeah, yesterday. Is it, we figured out you spent almost $100 to see it. At least. At least. Guardians 2 was like, yeah, I saw it. And that was it. You only saw it like twice, didn't you? He's grown up since. Then. No, I mean, you've I, seen it a lot illegally, I know, because you. I've seen you, it. I've seen you it. Steal movies four times in the theater. You saw four. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's half. two times less than what I saw the first one. I thought you saw the first one eight. No six. Was it six? Oh yeah, because it was all the IMAX stuff that we figured it out. Right. Four is really hard. I haven't. Seen, oh my goodness. Um. No, but the Pepper when she came out, I was like, Pepper. what? Well, you know, I was really surprised about it. I, I could care less. I'm I like, was surprised. Hey, great. Were, Gwyneth Paltrow was. The reason I was surprised was because she had made such... <laughs> <laughs> the reason I was surprised yeah, about was because she made such a fuss about wanting out, basically. No. Yeah. Her and Portman. That's why I was yeah, surprised. They all say they said. want out until, until they the paycheck shows up. Until the paycheck shows up. remember. Well, we'll see if Natalie Portman shows up in Thor 3. Yeah. So. I mean, the fact that... Because I Anthony, doubt that because Thor three is in it's such an awesome space. Anthony Hopkins said he was he wanted out after two, but that was because he hated the director so much. Right, and the director originally was supposed to do three, then they said no, he's not going to do three, and Anthony Hopkins says I'm in, and right. then they said okay. well the story we were going to do with you, we're going to throw that out completely. Yeah. We're not dealing anything. Dark World's been on, so my mother watched it, and she said so where's the next movie where it, you find out that Loki's on the throne? I was like well they kind of just threw that away yeah. because. Really? Well, well the end of tell. hold on at the end of Doctor Strange, Thor says him and his brother are searching for Odin. Yes. Well, yeah. In a sense, Loki's going to be faking it around. No, but at the end of Thor two, Loki was disguised well, as Odin. Yeah, no. the, the 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 implication at the end of Thor two is that yeah. this is how he gets the throne that he removed because remember Odin's there. Yeah. He removes Odin's Odin. in the sleep though. Right? Not in Thor 2. Is it? No. In the first one. Odin. He's, he's there. He's perfectly fine. The, the, Asgard gets attacked. Thor and Loki break out to go take What's-Her-Face and then the ether and everything. Mm. Odin never dies, disappears, doesn't get hurt in the attack. But the, Loki's the, on the crown. Right. Or on the well, the though. implication is that Loki fakes his death on that planet when yeah. he saves, yeah. when he saves um, uh, Jane or saves Thor. We also killed when, Michelle hold on. Pfeiffer. When Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, not Michelle Pfeiffer, Renee uh, Russo. Rene, yes. <laughs> does he? Ki- no. Yes. Uh, no. Who, who kills? Who? She dies in it. She it, does die. It's not it Loki is. that kills I think her. Loki killed. No, no, it's not Loki that kills no, her. It's not Loki. It's the elf that kills her. Yeah. Is it? It's Malekith that kills her. Anyway, the 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 implication at the end when the two guards show up mm. is that. He's impersonating one of the guards because they say they never found a body. Mm-hmm. They can't find Loki's body. Yeah. The the I the implicate to me what's inferred implication is the wrong word. I'm sorry. What's inferred is that one of those guards is Loki, and that Loki then takes out Odin one way or the other, captures him, mm-hmm. puts him in the sleep, whatever. But we never see him. And you never see else. him because you don't know. Yeah, Do yeah. you see the two guards show up? Odin's there. What, what's going on? Two guards say we can't find a body. Uh-huh. Loki's not there. The next time you see Odin at the end, when Thor shows back up, and then he leaves, and then the yeah. thing comes, and it's Loki, is he's done something to Odin. At the end of Doctor Strange, he's sitting with Doctor Strange, and he says, my brother and I are searching for our father. That's Thor is. 
Thor. Yeah. So Thor, Thor with Doctor Strange. Yeah. Doctor Strange is talking to him. Well, because Strange, Doctor Strange, Strange says, "I've been. I, it's my job to keep an eye on magical all the stuff, creatures, yeah, everything that's beings. going on in the cosmos and whatever." And so and he says, "Where's and your then brother?" Or you see Loki in the previous for Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. He's on the planet. Yeah. So Hela, who also attacks Asgard, so maybe that's part of it. But the end scene for Doctor Strange, we saw it, and Melissa didn't feel good anyway, but she's sort of like, I just got to get out of here. And I'm like, wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. That yeah. line doesn't make any sense. Nobody knew Odin was missing. Yeah. So it's unless, there's weird... something, unless there's something in the beginning of Ragnarok where Loki says, Odin's disappeared. Hmm. And I'm, I'm pretending to be up there because we can't have this upheaval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But doesn't tell Thor, I'm the one that did it. Yeah. yeah. We'll see from there, but the, well, the line seems to be that they took that story and went, this is going to be, th- what? Oh, the Beyonder? And is it, really? Jeff Goldblum's? The hell with this! All right, Jeff Goldblum's the Beyonder, and we're going to have the Hulk fight Thor. Game Master. Boom! Yeah, whatever. He should be the Beyonder. Um, but Jeff, I've seen Thor. They're also Thor saying, once. they're also saying. I've only seen it all the way through once, too. They're also saying that Strange is supposed to show up in, yeah, that in Thor. Ragnarok. He's supposed to throw up, show up in Ragnarok and apparently he's a big part of Avengers Affinity because yeah. he's posting set pictures every day. He's got like 50 a day. Okay, so these other two... Well, maybe they, he's just a fanboy. And th- this is Screen Rant that had it's these... just him on the... Watching everybody He has else. nothing better to do. He, has, he shoots three episodes of freaking Sherlock and he's like, eh, they don't even I'm do done. That. So they have the number two uh, of their top 34 that I've been reading through of uh, Easter eggs uh-huh. is the scorpion is number two in there. That to me is not an Easter egg. It's a character. If yes. there was a character that had a scorpion tattoo and you never find out his name, yes, right. that's an Easter egg. When they tell you his name is Mac Gargan, yes. that's not an Easter egg. <laughs> right. And then they have the whole scene with, with Tombs. And, and So the number one Easter egg is, according to Screen Rant, Captain America gets meta. They're morons. That's not an Easter egg. That's just something stupid for the fans. Yeah. The way the yeah the the scenes the little bits that Captain America had in it were great because they were oh they're fantastic. Because yeah. it fits. So in let's the, talk about your I, body. And I do love the one where it's just like yeah I'm supposed to show you. I mean this guy's probably a war criminal yeah. now or whatever. <laughs> I but that. I got to show it to you. It was a nice piece to basically say, yeah, he would have recorded all these when he was the head of the Avengers or whatever. Which is why he's in Avengers now, costume. Yeah. Oh, God. I know. The costume. I noticed that first. I was like, oh, because FX is basically showing Marvel all weekend. So they're right. showing Avengers, Guardians, Thor, Dark World, and then they and show Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man like over and over yeah. and over again. So I'm watching pieces of Avengers like in the background. Every time he shows up, I'm like, oh, that costume is terrible. But it also, like I'm watching it and I'm going... I was so hard on Chris Evans as Captain America, which I always liked him as Cap, but right. I never really liked the first one that much the first time I saw it. I was like, it's okay. It doesn't really have that oomph. And Avengers, because he's this man out of time, as he is, and he just like pushed off to the side. And I hate that in terms of Cap because I wanted the Cap that I got right. in Winter Soldier. And that's why when I saw Winter Soldier, I'm like, that's my Cap. Going back and watching it and realizing where he is in the universe, Chris Evans is amazing. <laughs> he is fantastic in that film. Yeah. The way that he changes and the way that he holds himself, especially when they're on the helicarrier, so good. Right. I just look at it, and, and I've done that with Captain America, where I go back and like, I like Captain America a lot more now, once we've gotten farther. Once I knew that Winter Soldier existed, where I got the cap I really wanted. Yeah. The guy who's just this ultimate fighting machine, and the guy who stands up to the Fury. Ultimate good and, guy and the, yeah, and all the things that he does. We're it, stealing this car? No, we're just borrowing it. No, we're just borrowing it and stuff like that. But now going back and watching the other <coughs> ones and going, yeah. 
Yeah, that, okay, he's really good. What, what I liked about those little... And it's, I'm mad now because now I think both of them are dying in the first Avengers film. Yeah. Because the way that they've made it out, it's like, oh, Jim and what... Tony are dying in the first film, and we're going to get... I can't see both of them dying in the first film. I can't see Not them. Not in the first one. I can only because of what they've what Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. have both basically said, yeah. we don't want to do this anymore. So I um, think they may only have one more. This better come out before they shoot Avengers. the second one. Yeah. I think one will die in one Avengers and one will die in the other. Um, or to give it a good impact that both die towards the end. That's what I'm saying. I no, think I think one, one of them the dies at the beginning. They're pretty close to the beginning of one of them. And then possibly you could bring them back, you know, but who knows. Uh, what I did really like about these little PSAs that Captain America did was that they kind of harken back to what he was when he first got his powers in yeah, World War II. Propaganda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you even get that little feeling of, I really don't want to be doing these as yeah. I'm doing this. And I'm telling you, hey, kids, why are you in detention? Because you messed the- and then, That's the best part of that first movie, that whole first half, the propaganda. Yeah. And then when you get to the, the after scene or after credit that. scene with Captain America yeah. and the patience thing, uh, you started to say at the beginning, it was the ultimate after credit scene. I, I want that to be the last final after credit scene. Like, never have anything at the end of the credits. <laughs> just do mid. <laughs> just do mid. Yeah. You know, just sort of like, because where he says at the end, where it, it's, because it, it's not an in-universe scene. It's, but it's, it's not directly to the audience as far as But it's beings. enough. It's enough. Because yeah. it, 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 because at the end where he looks off screen, he's like, how many more of these are we doing? Right. <laughs> like, really? And you can take it, if it's in universe, then it's him going, how many more PSAs do I have to, yeah. do I have right. to record? Right. But to me, out of universe, to an audience is like, we got to stop this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. To make everybody wait until... Panavision shows up and then property of Marvel or property and then you get of Disney. Spider Man will return. Yeah, we're and blowing then. everybody's bladders out. Yeah, because they're trying. <laughs> GOTG two. I'm one. walking back and forth in the in the walkway <laughs> next to the seats, going, "Come on, there's six of these suckers. Let's go." Because a lot of times you can leave after the mid credit and come back and go pee and come back for the very well, end. Sometimes. Of it. Well, I can't now with the, with the cane. It's, it's like, and I'm thinking they're going. After the mid-credit, I'm going, I wonder if I can get... No, I'm okay. I can sit through this. I'm all right. Well, well, you still, have, to you the... still have your cup from your large That's what I was just going to say. I'm standing so... off to the side. No one's just really whip it out and go. Can... No, there was nothing. Because where I was, everyone stayed. The whole back row were all fanboys, so they all understood. Everybody plug your ears and turn away. Because at the beginning, the, the, the crowd that I was Don't in... Don't mind the smell. Everyone in the back row, <laughs> before the movie starts, you know, before the trailers, were all talking fanboy stuff. And I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm not going to, we have to do it again. Mark that. <laughs> Said another bad word. Um, uh, the, the, yeah, so do I, obviously. It's every 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> every 20 minutes. We can't go 20 minutes now. Uh, but once the movie started, they just stone silent. So that yeah. was cool. Yeah. I didn't have any kids next to me. Right. Like, do you get to pick your seats there? But <laughs> he purposely picked. Where's the one with yeah, the most kids? Well, I, that's the thing. I can't I know, know that there's five well, I mean, people in that room. So did you, you couldn't find anything. Like for me, I had I had five seats clear on both sides. No, when I so when I bought my ticket, it's either left. the first row was completely okay. open, or that's like two in like the middle. Yeah, your head all the way back. Yeah, or two like in the middle section. Should have waited for the next showing though. Then. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You have. All right. Patience. So what do you want to say? <laughs> all right. So I found. A uh, Reddit post somebody put together of Oscar winners and nominees in the MCU. 
So these are all either winners or nominees. Right. Okay. All right. So first one: Anthony Hopkins, Jeff Bridges, Natalie Portman, Ben Kingsley, Robert Redford, Marissa Tomei, Tommy Lee Jones, Gwyneth Paltrow, Benicio del Toro, uh, William Hurt, Michael Douglas, Jeremy Renner, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr., Samuel L. Jackson, Don Cheadle, Stanley Tucci, oh, Bradley yeah. Cooper. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't even yeah. think of that because he's yeah. just a raccoon. <laughs> Mickey Rourke, yep. Glenn Close, John C. Riley. That's John right. Yeah. Guardians has like three of them. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is John C. Riley? Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nominated. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> uh, Corpsman Day in Chicago. Oh, yep. yeah. oh yeah. So, Alfred Woodard. Yeah. Alfred Woodard's in it. Yeah, yeah she's in it for half a minute, yeah. but she's in it. Josh Brolin, Tim yeah. Roth, Edward Norton, Terrence Howard, uh, Kate Blanchett, Tilda Swinton. That's what's coming up. Tilda Swinton's the last uh, one. Ben, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Shouldn't Angela Bassett be in there, too? Or no? Has she ever been nominated? Uh, it's not know. on this list, so maybe he doesn't know about it. I don't know. But uh, Rachel McAdams, uh, Chi uh, Wittell Ijulfer. yeah. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, uh, yeah. Lupito Nyong'o, yeah, totally. uh, Brie oh, Larson. Black Black Panthers has like four. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Brie, La- Brie Larson is Sylvester yeah. Stallone. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Copland oh, and Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Wow. And then Kenneth Branagh as a director has yeah. an Oscar yeah. as well. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, these are all. <sighs> this is the list that he put together. No, that's that sounds. That's, all, that's all nominated though. That's not just winners. Well, it's winners and nominated. Yeah. And yes. this is why but Marvel a lot of movies win. are better than DC. Well, no, one reason. This is the well, thing. You yeah. can because well, there's also forty of them. <laughs> DC has four. The thing is, you can write a crappy movie and have the best actors in the world. It'll still be a crappy movie. Yeah. DC but, has four and one Oscar winner. You know, Ben Affleck. Yeah. As a writer and actor, Amy Adams. No, yes, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Amy Adams. Amy, oh, that's right. They have two. Ben Affleck. I don't think has ever won an acting one. No, no. He's he a director. No, he of director. Is director. He is. Not director. director. Uh, producer. He wasn't nominated as the director of Argo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's that's right. where the Argo. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Argo. Yeah. And Goodwill Hunting. He won it as a he's writer. Right. Writer. Yeah. He has an Oscar. As, uh, an Oscar. Nothing as an actor. No, he has nothing. I don't think he's been nominated. My favorite thing about the comments here, though, someone. Anthony Hopkins is Odin. What? I was like, really? Is Diane Lane ever nominated? Oh, Diane Lane's uh, his uh, mother. Oh, yes, yes. yes. I, I, you were, Martha. You switching. <laughs> tired of that. You know, all you memes that you throw oh, out there. I love that. That was hilarious. because I don't give a crap about that stupid universe. So okay, so back to Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Wrapping it up. Spider-Man. Anything else Spider-Man. that you Spider-Man. think about about this movie? Spider-Man. It's, it's uh, worthwhile to go see. I want more Multiple of times it? if you wanted to. I heard a lot of people said the worst thing. The worst thing in Spider-Man was that it ended. Yeah, yeah. I I, I thought it was just enough. This is oh, this yeah. is one of the better. I think it's even. Movies, so. I think it's even great. Well, that, is this gonna knock Iron Man two out of your top five? It, it might. Holy crap! It just I think, might. I think one we, another great thing about this is that you start out with the traditional a, a traditional Spider-Man suit and go back to the beginning suit instead of. You start out with the beginning. Mm. Well, has a lot of pieces. Oh, ben Riley suit. Yeah. yeah. The best decision they made was to drop you in C two. Oh yeah. That he's already been a hero. He already has this suit. Yeah. He's already 
because well, the, he's the difference of the hero. story of I'm trying. Well, he's already been a hero. That's the thing. Yeah, he wants to be a beggar, yeah. a bigger hero. He wants to be an Avenger and all that. He wants to be a beggar. He wants to be a beggar. He wants to sit there. Well, he's begging. He's like, I want to be the Avengers. Let me Please. on the Avengers. I'm ready. Come on. Come on. Come on. And it was an interesting exploration of the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. in terms of that kind of hero that you don't get in something like Daredevil, Luke Cage, or whatever, because it's so far removed. Right. Where he he's sitting like, I want to be. I want to be on the Avengers and realizes I got no business being on the Avengers mm-hmm. in terms of like I'm not going to stop an alien invasion next week. Right. But if the aliens come to Queens, I'm going to do my best. But and he hope thinks, Iron Man but, shows up at some point. <laughs> but after Civil War and fighting Captain America, yeah. and everybody else, he thinks he is. And right? I think there's also oh, you're always going to have that ego trip. But right. But there's also a bit, I stole Captain America's shield. Well, I think there's a mm-hmm. bit of a piece in there with Tony even saying that was a stupid move. Right. That was dumb. Yeah, we needed somebody, something else to go up against Cap because Cap's got some pretty heavy people with him because he has Scarlet Witch. Uh, he even That's says he, he would have killed. So him. dismissive when he's like, "Yeah, well, 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 I'll call you." Yeah, I was like, yeah. "What am I, I doing?" It's not a big deal. They put it's a fifteen-year-old like, well, yeah, kid. I took care of Captain America. No, if Cap really wanted to take you out, he was he holding back. Why can't you just be a friendly neighborhood? Yeah. yeah, I thought that was great too. That's an Easter then, egg. Yeah, that to me, that's an Easter egg. Yeah, although we go all the way back to Smallville when Tom Welling's. Clark Kent runs for uh, school president, and they call him the Man of Tomorrow. Yeah. Like, okay. Cool. There you go. Yeah. You know, mm. pieces like that. So no, I, I really like it. it's. I'm not the biggest Spider-Man fan, so it's. Were you worried going into this? No, not really. The only thing I was worried about was, is it really going to be Iron Man four? Right. Like, mm. They're not going to do that. Like I said, I was making fun I'm of so the trailer. That, I'm so glad that Iron Man didn't help him with the when he was fighting the Vulture at all. Pretty much, yeah. No, no, yeah, he doesn't show up in the end or whatever. It was, I wasn't worried going into the film because, again, every Marvel film I've seen at least has some sort of value to it. Even something like Dark World, even Iron Man 3. Right. Which is probably the bottom. What about Uh, Iron Man 2? I would watch Iron Man 2 before 3, and it's weird because Iron Man 3 is probably a superior film, but I hate that last third so much because Mm -hmm. it's just such a mess. And the whole, we know what Extremis is before... I thought decisions in Iron Man 3 that they made in terms of, you know, oh, let's do the extremist virus, but everyone's a comic book there, fan, there so everybody, some... everybody knows what it is, so we're going to give it away right away. Instead of, as a mass audience, if you're following Tony trying to figure this out, you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. You think it's just super-powered people and not turning them into human bombs. One of the, the problems with Iron Man 3 is I feel like he's, uh, Aiden or whatever, is a lot like Hammer... And they waste Ben Kingsley to mm-hmm. me. Even though I liked that twist because it was the only interesting thing in it, right. they still waste him. Anyway, um, so it's probably Spider-Man is probably not going to crack that, you know, Winter Soldier, Thor, Civil War, Avengers one that you know quadruple thing that I've got. But it's definitely up there. It's one of the few that I've seen recently. I mean, really, only Civil War and before that, I can't even remember the, the the one before Civil War I saw twice. Uh, Spider-Man was like, I'll go watch this again. Yeah, I didn't have that reaction of Doctor Strange. I saw it. I was like, I'd see it, but I'm not going out of my way. Yeah, I've seen Strange. I'm not gonna pay the extra ten yeah. bucks to do. I think I've seen Strange two or three times. That's yeah, I've, I've only seen it the once. I guess it's on Netflix now. I can finally watch yeah, it. Again. I've only seen Strange once. Yeah, I've seen Civil War three times. I watched it twice after the. I saw it twice in the movie theater and I watched it on Netflix. Age of Ultron, I only saw twice because it was on the Showtime 
free weekend or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I want to watch this again. We'll put this in. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Winter Soldier, I've seen five, six, seven times, and I'll watch it whenever it's on. Yeah, but I'll this, this that, is like, the first one that, that and the, Guardians I can put. I'll just put on the background and just you know. Yeah. Well, I won't put Winter Soldier on the background because I'll stop and watch it. <laughs> That's what ends up happening most yeah. of the time. Like there, putting, certain... putting away comics and I keep opening them and reading them. And I'm like, wait. Um. Yeah, I mean, I was. Do you think Sony is glad they let Marvel make a Spider-Man film? Oh yeah. Part? <laughs> no, because oh, yeah. it shows how bad Sony is. Do you think this made? And we talked about this. Venom's gonna suck ass, yeah. and it's gonna think, be terrible. Do you think That's that if Venom, if Venom sucks, then they will start rethinking the way that they do movies with they Marvel? Be rethinking it now? No, because Mar- I think they, Marvel's not gonna do those films. No, but they may. But it may change the character, the villains and characters they get to use for the other Spider-Man films. That's why they're not gonna do it. I mean, look, Sony still needs to make films, right? And they still want to make Spider-Man universe films. Even if Venom doesn't do great, they're still going to push. Right. There's no reason. Because, look, Marvel's not making Silver Sable in the six-pack. Marvel's not making... Uh, that was that was the name of her, of her group? No. No, it was Wild Pack. Wild, Wild Pack. Pack, yeah. Cable had the six-pack. I think Cable... When Cable's group with... He just uh, works out really hard. He's got the six-pack, right? It was, it was, cable, it was cable, Kane, uh, Domino... The big grizzly looking dude and somebody else. I now they already said that Black Black Cat and Silver Sable are going to be a film. It's going to be right. Black and Silver. But that's the thing. They're not. Marvel's not making that. Right. It's the same thing where people are like, well, maybe after the next bad X Men film, Kevin Feige said, we don't have time to make these films. Right. We're already doing three films a year at one point. The only time I can, the only way I would see them needing to do something with the X Men is if they. Ran, weren't able to use a villain or something, and they wanted to do their next big, you know, big event like an Avengers, and you do AVX. That would be well. That, only... No, I said I, that was my thing. Yeah. Where I said after Phase Four, when you get to whatever that second Avengers film is, this is two years ago. Where right. I said the only thing I could ever see Marvel going to Fox and going, let's try and figure this out is we've now done... At the time, we didn't really know whether they were going to do Black Panther, Captain Marvel, whatever. Right. But I said, you're going to do four Iron Mans, three Caps, three Thors, two Black Panthers, two Captain Marvels, two Ant-Mans, two Doctor Strange, four Avengers films, two Spidey films. What the heck are you going to do next? Right. You're running out of those characters. Now, you can do Cap... You know, Bucky is Cap 1, and uh, whoever is Iron Man 1, or whatever... But at the time, I said, when they get to the end of that fourth Avengers film, let's say they kill three or four of the Avengers. Tony, Cap, Vision, Scarlet Witch, all dead. You don't have a team anymore. You build a new team with replacement characters or whatever, and the only interesting thing that you go to is an X-Men one. Right. The problem with AVX is sort of the problem with Civil War. And definitely the problem with Batman versus Superman you got to build to get to that. Mm-hmm. Avengers makes sense because there's four films in front of it. Right. And you're like, okay, I want to see these characters it's actually do something more. It makes sense because you've been building it your whole time. Yeah, you've had Thanos and whatever. If you're introducing the X-Men one film before all of a sudden they're going up against the Avengers, mm-hmm. you're counting on what comic book fans are bringing to that screening. Yeah. Same thing with Batman versus Superman. Yep. The guys so that I know that it. like Batman versus Superman are people that read a whole bunch of comics and go, I want to watch Batman punch Superman and Superman punch Batman. Right. Because I haven't seen it in the comics in a couple of years. I can't wait to go see that. Yeah. 
That's what those are the people that, that I find love Batman vs. Superman. People who saw Man of Steel and want to see Batman vs. Superman is like, the hell is this? Right. Yeah. Like this doesn't make any sense. See, I don't that, even know who Batman is other than knowing who Batman is because of what I'm bringing. And in that's why film. I said you should have done Man of Steel, then a Batman movie. Then another Superman movie. No, you should have done Man of Steel and then stopped. And then figured out what <laughs> else to do But then, later. But then, like, a fourth movie would be Batman versus Superman. And you don't have to have it where you have every, you know, Batman just, he, he picks up the paper or gets a newsreel or something about the Man of Steel, you know, if battling was, something. If Batman versus Superman was still Batman versus Superman and it went the same way as you were saying, I still wouldn't see it. Because that trailer <laughs> was horrible. And that would, yeah. No, it's got to be a different movie. Yeah. To me, so. if, if you were to build, I do Batman and Wonder Woman and do all these characters and then do the Justice League, and then I would have done Batman versus Superman and I would have used the Red Kryptonite. Yeah. Turn Superman to the villain. Yeah. What I thought Batman versus Superman was going to be when they said, oh, Aquaman's going to be in it and Wonder Woman's going to be in it and we might put Flash in it. Remember here, I said, this is Bruce Wayne looking at Superman and going, there's no way that we can trust him. Right. We've got to go get some people and we got to stop it. You get all this point where they've been friends. He has the red kryptonite. Batman has no idea how to stop him. Right. He's got a fine green kryptonite. He doesn't know where it is. The Justice League has to keep Superman on the ropes until Bruce finds something that can kill him or save him or yeah. whatever. That's the story to me because it's it's Bruce and, and Cal are still friends. Mm -hmm. But Cal's been corrupted. He's acting like a dip. Yeah. yeah Superman's acting like a different person. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Here's the one thing I hope Sony takes away from this whole deal with Marvel and how to make a better movie. It's, a yes, I think they need. They're, to saying, they're going to take a lot of money because Marvel gets nothing. Well, no, they need to make sure that they see that. Hey, Marvel has the right idea of making sure that we get the right people in the right roles for our movies, because it's honestly, if you get the right writer, you get the right director. It becomes a great movie, no no matter who you Sam put it. Sam Raimi's not a bad director. Yeah, but oh, I think bro. Sony had a lot of tell on what he can do in those movies. His first two movies bad. were his. No, number three, as Sebastian's mentioned before, he intentionally made well, number yeah. three bad. No, and I because that out. ironically, he wanted to use the Vulture, and right. they said no, you have to use Venom. He yeah. said no, I don't want to do Venom. I don't like Venom. I'm not going to do Venom. You have to do Venom. You have to bring Green Goblin back as Harry Osborn. You got This is what you got to do. And so he intentionally made a terrible film. That's because he was so ticked off. Those it's, first two films are fine. And if you don't get that first Spider-Man film, if you don't get the first X-Men film, and you don't get the first Spider-Man film, none of this happens. Mm -hmm. Nothing. That Spider-Man film came out after so many years of God knows how bad it was going to be. James and Cameron they was going to do it. Everyone was going to do it. Yeah. Everyone was going to do it. Yep. And no one could figure out how to do it. Sam Raimi takes it. Much like the Avengers film with Joss Whedon, where everyone looked at you like, there's no way this is going to work. Oh, that's a pretty good film. That's actually a really good film. We should make more of these. And then poof, everything explodes. Well, Marvel would, Marvel Studios would not exist without those films <coughs> selling off yeah. those properties. Yeah. You'd also forget that... <laughs> I was, wow, what the heck was I watching? Um, what was I thinking of? Uh, whichever early one was on. One of them. Oh, that was Avengers, and the Paramount symbol comes up. Went, oh yeah, they used to literally they used to release those films. I forgot about that. <laughs> yep, they did all the distribution for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I just hope that's what Sony takes away, and they they let 
their executives know that, hey, the way we make a good movie is not trying to shoehorn our ideas, but let them have more creative control over these movies because those are the ones that, you know, obviously have been doing better. Yep. Anybody else have anything to say? No. So, next week, we are going to be having a special on-location show at... Don't say it. Why? Because the last time we said we were going to do something, we, we are already confirmed. It. Don't say it. Well, I have to promote it. No, don't. Tell them to listen next week. I mean, it's not going to make a difference. We may even live stream it next week. Yeah, don't live stream it. No one's going to listen to live stream. Whatever, that's the new thing. Nobody listens to it. <laughs> <laughs> do you really think that, what, all of our fans in Chechnya at 4, four o'clock in the morning, yeah, let's listen to a notable show of life at 4 a.m. Oh, okay. Uh, don't say it. Okay, You're so gonna we have it. A very because the special... last thing we said we're doing, we ain't doing it. What was the last thing? Oh. That we were in San Diego. Yeah, well, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a very special show next week. So make sure you join us. Also check us out at facebook.com slash nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And we are on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm already saying we'll talk to you live next week. <laughs>